Hey my village, it's your coach Mo. I'm back with a new episode. Today's topic is nine tips to gain control back once your child has taken over. Now you know. <laughs> As a parenting coach, this is something I get asked often. Like my child is out of control, they took over, parents be crying. Not in my house. <laughs> so I'm gonna help you out. If you got that kid that you done gave everything to and you done lost control, now they running the house, they bullying you, I'm going to tell you how to get back in control. So the first thing is to establish and define the rules, but you definitely have to stick to it. So when you establish rules with the kid, you just sit them down, plain and simple, and say, this is what it's going to be, period. If you violate the rules there are going to be consequences and then you have to stick to it and be consistent um the second way to gain back control is especially if you're like two-parent home or co-parenting with family and stuff everybody needs to have a clear understanding of the expectations and the consequences for each action so you can't discipline and then the next person don't it ain't gonna work like that because they're gonna manipulate you kids are too smart for that and they will play you against each other, especially kids with parents in the house. Parents will have more fights with each other about the kid than in their relationship because the kid manipulate both of them. Like, well, my mama said, or <laughs> my daddy said, <laughs> or um, you say yes because you don't want to deal with the kid. And then the mom already told the kid, no, it don't work like that. Kids are too smart and they will use everything they can to get what they want. The tip, the third tip would be make sure you create create a reinforcement chart with your child. So what I do is have like a chart and I put, it's like a push pin board. And me and my son, we put cards. He write what he want to do as a reward. And if he, he put all his rewards on the index card, put them all on the board. Um, if he do something he's not supposed to be doing, we could take one of his rewards he want away. So I remove it from the board. And when he act good, then it can get put back up there. And I usually pick something he really, really want. It could be gift cards or go John's Incredible Pizza or Disneyland or a trip or something. I would take it off the board and he have to work hard to get it put back up there. Um, the fourth one would be create warning for your child. So when they do something you warn them but be specific and be consistent with that warning okay um you don't have to warn them every time because they already know what that warning is it could be a look um you can say okay that's your warning and my son know it just got to take a look <laughs> you look at him you're like okay i done did something wrong because i'd be like don't try me or with him he's so emotional like you can pick up a belt like I don't whip him but I'll set a belt next to my desk if I set a belt next to my desk he know you working it <laughs> you trying it you can pick up the belt and he break down crying so I don't have to hit him or discipline him in that way <laughs> because he already break down before you even do anything um the fifth one would be make sure the consequences match the behavior. You don't got to go beat your kid because they had a smart mouth or something or punch them in the mouth or something because they snapped and said something disrespectful. Um, I don't condone physical abuse, 
to kids because they do things for a reason. And I'm one of those people, especially being a parenting coach, having a degree, almost three degrees in psychology and getting ready to have my PhD in psychology, uh, start that program um, in a few weeks. I don't understand. Well, I know why people do it because usually you whoop your kids because you lose patience and can't control your anger. But don't just wall out and beat them because you couldn't control your anger and you're hitting them and all they did was like say something smart. That don't match that abuse don't match the punishment of the behavior. Figure out what the behavior is and why it happened. Like my son gets smart when he's hangry, when he's tired, or when he's very emotional and misses dad because we live in different states. So I know it's one of the three. He either needs to eat, go to sleep, or just call his dad and be like, hey, call your son. He missed you. He's really emotional right now. Um, but don't, <laughs> like, you can do takeaway stuff first. There's levels to discipline. Just take something away. Like, my son live on his cell phone. I will take it away, or iPad, or his Xbox, or his TV, and you won't have nothing for a whole week. His behavior definitely change immediately. So make sure that the consequence match the behavior. Don't go out acting a fool because you can't control your anger. Um, your kid don't deserve that type of trauma. Number six would be always follow through. So if you take their phone away, I used to be really bad at this. <laughs> be like, I'm taking your phone for a week. And then if I need to leave the house or something and he wants to stay at home and I'm going around the corner, I'll give him his phone back just so I can get in contact with him while I'm out for a few minutes or um, give it to him so he can go to school and I can still get in contact with him. Um, so I try to take like, with him being homeschooled right now, it's a little easier to do it and follow through because we're both at home. So I'll take his phone or Xbox or the TV and I know I'll take the plugs or whatever and keep him in my room and lock him in there. I could follow through with it. It's a little more easier now that he don't have to really leave the house. But do whatever you can to make sure you follow through with it. If you say no TV, don't be like, oh, it's movie night. We're going to still watch a movie. No, because they're not going to take you serious if you're not taking it serious. So number seven is constantly provide your child with positive attention. A lot of times most kids act up because they want your attention. So if you don't give them attention and you just let them do whatever they want to do, that's how they got in control. So give them some attention. A lot of times we forget as parents, like they're human too, just like we want attention and affection and intimacy, stuff like that. Your kid craved that as well. Give them a hug, give them a kiss, give them um, family time. My son used to crave and do silly things in front of me. Like if I'm coaching a client, he'll come like interrupt or dance in front of me or come whisper in my ear while I'm trying to coach and I'm telling him like, no, you don't do that. You don't come interrupt me, but he's just craving attention. So then I realized like, oh, I did have a heavy workload this week or I did take in a lot of clients this week and was busy with school and work. So I didn't take that time off to just unwind and spend time with him. And I know he likes to bond. So he likes to have we do pizza Friday, we do self-care Monday, we do lazy Sunday, we do family Saturday. And I had to set work-life balance and boundaries 
where okay don't go back to your work computer after an hour after your shift in walk away don't go back whatever didn't get done don't get done spend that time with him we can cook dinner together i'm starting to teach him how to cook now that he's 12. so um i take that time out saturdays is family day so in the morning me and him go to breakfast and we hang out for lunch do a movie night and then me and my boyfriend have date night on saturday nights uh weekly so everybody get their time and everybody get their attention and it don't break me because sunday is going to be lazy day so we do absolutely nothing <laughs> so give them that time and that attention because then they won't act up um, a lot of times it's just because they want your attention and half the time they want you to discipline them but you don't uh, number eight is always provide choices for your child a lot of people are against this because they're like i'm not giving no kid a choice whatever i say go that don't always work and kids learn how to be rebellious they learn how to piss you off on purpose they know your trigger <laughs> they know how to get to you what's gonna set you off and they sneak and do it anyway things like that so you don't want to have to deal with another headache on top of this headache so try to give them options like okay if you especially when you have kids for example that have problems like with eating your picky eaters you say okay if you eat the rest of this then you can get up from the table or you can have some juice like as a kid we didn't have if you didn't eat you wasn't going to get anything to drink and then you wasn't going to get anything until after all your food was done so it was like if you want something to drink you better eat it that was your choice <laughs> something or nothing if you don't eat you ain't gonna eat nothing we're not making no extra meal no special requests no so it's little choices like that like um <laughs> it could be simple you don't have to make it hard you don't have to make it complicated just give them a small choice especially kids like that want to wear rain boots every day or a costume to the store okay we could do it today but we're not wearing this for the rest of the week <laughs> stuff like that it could be really really simple so don't overthink it so the last and final one is if your child doesn't want to do something that is expected of them simply state the rule once and walk away i don't care if they fall out especially if you're in public oh my gosh i see parents kid falling out and you're trying to plead with the kid and you're feeling embarrassed which i understand because i've been there before but they're usually hangry tired or something so they're gonna fall out they're gonna act out know what times to bring your kids out um if it's too early too late you already know what's gonna happen so sometimes you set yourself up for failure in the beginning but um, if they fall out, tell them what their choice is and walk away. Don't give them that attention because they're going to egg it on. They're going to continue to act a fool if you keep giving them that attention because they know they're embarrassing you. And then you're going to give them what they want because you want to prevent being embarrassed. So these kids are too smart. <laughs> so don't let them um, have that type of control over you and your emotions. Yes, it's going to be embarrassing, but a lot of other parents look at you and they understand too. Some parents might, well, people usually that don't have kids to be the ones like, oh, I will beat that kid, but, or take them outside or take them to the bathroom, but they don't have kids, so they don't get it. Um, it happens. And then sometimes the kid can have a known behavioral issue. There can be other causes to them acting like that, but a lot of people will judge you, but don't worry about what people think. Do what you got to do because you at the end of the day got to be the one to go home with that kid so hopefully these nine tips helped you guys 
let me know send me feedback send me topics that you want me to talk about you can email me all my contact information is in the description you can also book your free 30 minute breakthrough call don't forget to like share and subscribe and until next time coach mo out